We're back! Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. I'm Nick. Julie. And it's drinking water. <laughs> I have hiccups. <laughs> And we're, we're back, back better at better <laughs> <laughs> Much like the cicadas, we've returned and we're here to stay like those feral cats in Chicago. This episode's sponsored by similes, I guess, and smiles, <laughs> because we're also very happy to be back. We're here to talk about our lives and then upon realizing that we exist only through TV content, talk mostly about that. So, Julie, what are some of the things we covered today? Um, mayor of Easttown. Mayor of Easton. Water. Wooter, uh, the Nevers, uh, Girls Five Eva, whatever nonsense you talked about. What did you talk about? I talked about Good Girls and the Great, apparently to myself, and then we all <laughs> collectively came around to the big kumbaya that is Drag Race Down Under. We're three episodes. High ratings. Yes, we're having a lot of fun with it. Um, a lot of fun with the accents. Not a lot of success just yet, but by the end, we're going to be full blown <laughs> Aussies. I didn't come here to fuck with all these spiders, Bindi. That means nothing. <laughs> Stick around. We hope you enjoy because we very much enjoy being here with you all. That was perfect. Amazing. Okay, so let's get started. Let's get We've started. We've been gone for weeks. Did you yes, do the we... deed? Did you get some? Have you visited the town of Big D? What's going on? First of all, let's just say welcome back to us. Guess who's back? Back again. Takes us back. Tell a friend, but also tell your friends because more people should be enjoying what we're saying because it's delightful. No, so as we know, the saga that I forced on everyone's throats has been my unwanted celibacy i was officially an incel because of the pandemic and despite pfizer antibodies fully coursing through my veins my ability to be outside of my home or work the areas where i've spent the most of the last year is zero so i had a couple like potentials that i set up and then ghosted in nick fashion 10 minutes prior to when they're supposed to happen so not only am i not doing the deed i'm also burning a lot of bridges so <laughs> Were they understanding about it? Did they say, like, cool, cool, or KK? Yeah, because yeah, I was just like, I'm not in a mental place where I can function outside of my house. And they're like that. So, cool. I feel like so few of us are. But I did go out to a bar right around the corner from the restaurant where I work. Um, because it was Why close do you enough. think that was okay? Well, because it was close <laughs> enough that, well, I wasn't having sex. So that requires way more stamina than I've built up. I've learned also that just buying workout equipment is not the same as actually working out. And it <laughs> took me 29 years to, to figure that out because I have so many resistance bands and dumbbells. I almost bought a fucking Peloton. And then I was like, oh, I just need to like at all move, move at all in any direction for any length of time at any speed. And instead I'm like, nah, bruh, I think I'm good. So, but it's still, that was a week ago and I just recovered. It's like used to be able to do the whole Lady Gaga thing, which celebrated its 10 year anniversary this week. Club, another club, another club. And now it's just like we don't even have three clubs in Cincinnati. Not anymore. <laughs> They're not open yet. Despite what uh, Emilio Estevez says, this is not Paris. Not the Paris. No. <laughs> we do not have any clubs. He's very short. So the city must look really big to him. What a gemstone. It's wild. He's a sweetheart. He, I've been in a couple events with him. <laughs> where we didn't speak, but he was really nice. So that's where my saga is right now. I'll obviously keep you posted whether or not you like it or not. I might even do like a Instagram live of like it's happening guys. Anyway, signing off. Gross. I think that's called OnlyFans. Um, so <laughs> who are these two guys though? Who made it to the final round? Well, I was just talking on Grindr, obviously, as I want to do and Tinder, but I have made a lot of great friendships through Grindr and just talking with people about, Four months ago, not four months ago, four weeks ago, preemptively, and then set up some what I thought were very casual, loose, non-restrictive semi-plans. Um, I came to realize that when I was like, yeah, no, absolutely here at this time, that constitutes a plan. Who knew? 
And so then I was like gearing myself up, getting ready, like a duck trying to jump in after its mother into the lake for the first time from a height of one inch and just like psyching <laughs> yourself out. Then I had lift app open and I was like, you can do it. You can fucking do it. You can fucking do it. Get your head in the game. And then I was like, oh, I should watch High School Musical. I'm sorry. I can't make it. <laughs> That's a great story. So back to my question, who were these two guys that made it? Like, what do you want? Their names older? and socials, no, their like vaccination older, statuses? younger, like, were you really attracted to them? Were you like, I'm going for this? Like what made them be to final potential actual meetups. They're people that I could actually sustain a conversation with. So that was helpful. Because, like, I did flirt with the idea of just, like, people, not that anyone inherently doesn't have value, but people that perhaps I would not <laughs> get along with as well to just, like, knock it out. Um, but I didn't go that route. So there are people that I talked to and enjoyed speaking to. We had conversations. That's important. Because obviously, if I pass out three pumps in, I'm going to need someone to call an ambulance. <laughs> and I'm going to need that person to be well-versed in my history. So these two guys both know your history? And somehow still wanted to go out with me. Can you believe? <laughs> and now are they still talking to you? Or since you blew them off, you blew them off completely? Well, I did. So I did. The kids call it ghosting. I call it recovering for about four days um, after I was like, I'm so sorry, I can't do this. And then I felt confident to reenter the conversation sphere. And I was like, so my bad. Be sorry about that. Still, you know, as this pandemic's got us all fucked up. Um, so they were very kind and courteous about that. Presumably, who knows? There could be like a little effigy. Maybe that's why I keep getting stabbing pains in my lower back. <laughs> so you are speaking to them? Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is a therapy session. Yes, Julie. <laughs> what do you I want from like me? It's more like an interrogation in the SVU crime lab. I'm like, <laughs> well, okay, that's sure. neat. I so if you we can answer my that. questions that I vocalize, <laughs> I would really appreciate it. But, but no, I have. demanding. I mean, honestly, this respite has been lovely because the absence does make the heart grow fonder. And now I feel rejuvenated. I feel relaxed. I feel resplendent with COVID antibodies. And I've watched so much content and lived very little life. And isn't that the point of this podcast? I want to know who decided that watching content isn't living. <laughs> I do not agree to that premise at all. What makes my TV friends any less real than you guys? Uh, so embarrassingly, I was so I was talking with some of my team about how I like fully was gone for eight months, just like pure panic, terror, barely remember it. And they were like, yeah, it seemed rough. And I was like, and it was rough back to me anyway. <laughs> and I remember talking to them and they were talking about some who was in their bubble. And I was like, yeah, me and Jeff the other day. And I was like, I was talking about Jeff, the character from Community. It got that bad. <laughs> So sad. So sad. I didn't enter that realm, but I do remember being like, oh, I can't wait to go home and see what mayor's, you know, what happened on with mayor today. Oh my God. I did finally catch up. I watched the, um, spoiler alerts abound. We are, no, no, no. I won't, no? I won't, I won't spoil no, let's yet. Let's do it. I, it's, listen. What? Does anyone want to tell us spoil it for Emma? Please spoil. Okay. So, mayor of Easttown is not a horse. She's a woman and a gorgeous one, Kate Winslet. And she's in East Town. <laughs> Why did we think Were you trying to say she's not a horse? She's on a horse. <laughs> okay. It came out as like whore. a mayor. <laughs> we both heard you say whore, but I knew you meant horse. Well, she's not a whore either. She doesn't accept money. A little bit. Double dates one night. She didn't get paid for it. And information True. and secrets. <laughs> Lap it up. <laughs> so have you been watching week by week by week? Yes. Okay, tell me about it. Completely messing with my sleep schedule because it doesn't come on until 10 o'clock at night. I like to pass out around 10:30 and then wake up around 12:30 or whatever, and then be up for a while and then go back to bed at like six. So if I miss that window, I could just be up for the whole night. So, but I have to, and then I'm super freaked out because there's been a twist at the end of almost every episode. It is very much so. It's like the killing, but not as boring, and it's like True Detective, <laughs> but with a plot. And it's just like a perfect, and it's like broad church without them being British. Instead, they have this ridiculous Philadelphia accent, which is amazing. It's like six seasons of broad church all shoved into four and to, episodes. And it's just, it's beautifully paced because coming out of this pandemic, I do not have time. I do not have energy for long, slow burning mystery. I will set myself on fire like a protesting Buddhist. 
But without, I mean, the world building is amazing. We know a thousand people. We know all their fucked up. It's just like broad church in that you're like, anybody could have done it. Everyone has problems. Everyone's one person away from somebody else. Uh, I'm rooting for who I hope dies next. It's great. It's, I, it is so good. Well, and like, I am so fickle and untrustworthy. And this is pre-pandemic. Now that we're supposed to trust that everyone's vaccinated. Bitch, where? Show me how. So every time they just have like a lingering close-up on someone, I'm just like, they fucking did it! Arrest them! Arrest them! And then they die, and it's like, okay, but like it's still it was them. It was them. So they got me. They forever. I do think You got me, girl, for sure. You got, you got me, girl. girl. You got, you got me, girl. me, girl. You got me, girl. So yeah, we haven't I really just, spoiled anything for you, but there's two different kind of murdery things that are going on. Yes. And I had pegged guy A is either a guy A, guy B, or guy C. They're, that's yeah. kind of how they set it up. Uh-huh. Maybe D or E, but you're not sure. Um, but pretty sure guy A had something to do with it. And then guy A dies. You're like, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. And then guy F, you were like, this would be a big shock, also dies. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. And then there's girl best friend. It's like, you're up to no good. No one's, it's very cloudy here. So everyone's sinister. Now, you know my love of addicts in real life, right? Like, I, I'm not proud of it. I go to Al-Anon to deal with it. But when the detective oh, is Oh, I thought drunk, you meant, like, like, like where I've been living <laughs> for the past year. So far, we have horses and addicts. I'm talking about addicts with a D. Sure, 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 so sure. the episode when um, Detective Zabel is drunk, I found him so attractive. <laughs> Zabel is played by... Evan, Evan Peters. From Ryan Murphy's Mate. Like, hopefully he can escape. He also from the WandaVision. Also from the WandaVision, yeah. And no, I think I, it's just WandaVision. I'm sorry, I just the WandaVision did like an old person. It's the Ohio <laughs> State University. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but he's fantastic in it. I found that scene endearing because he was so shit faced and still he didn't say anything untoward. It was still just like very innocently suggestive. Ew, you're making it worse. <laughs> but um, Nick is like, Undulating in his chair. We know he hasn't released himself. I can't really get into American Horror Story, and my sister, who knows me quite well, said I shouldn't. That like it was not the kind of thing that my brain can handle. Yeah, but I want to see him in other stuff. Yeah, well, he's also in the X Men. <laughs> right, he's Quicksilver. Yeah, so it's not a very big part. I don't know. <laughs> I heard this. This is me, right? I told you. Outsiders magazine came out. I laminated the whole thing. I kept files on people. I like to see everything they've done. (laughs) I want to like know them backwards and forwards. (laughs) Way more than people in real life. I don't have files on you guys. You know what I mean? The Um, government does. I keep getting letters from them. Well, great. It would be so awesome if they had just figured out a different way to track who got vaccinated and who didn't, other than pieces of paper. It's like we what was that app for? We have we it's like I can be reduced to a barcode. That's fine. Scam me, bitch. The phone is watching us right now. And by the way, my cicada tracking app is not working. <laughs> I am not scared of the cicadas. I'm excited. I feel like it is a sign that we are still gonna live because the circle of life is working. So bring them on, but it won't go past this page. And I just this goddamn sign. <laughs> oh, and you're supposed cute. to like Sign in, and then you can see where they've been spotted, located. I'm excited. Bring on the cicada. There were five cicada shells on my sidewalk outside my house this morning. So north side's where it's at. (laughs) So excited for the cicada. Where were you in your life the last time cicadas erupted? 17 years ago, that big one. I lived here too. I don't remember it at all. But the time before that, I do remember because. In the summer, I used to spend the whole day at the pool. My parents would drop me off at 7 and pick me up at 9, like in the morning and at night. And I just remember sweeping some shells up, and they were really loud. But I don't remember it being like a giant um, cartoon number of bees coming to attack you from their honeycomb. You know what I mean? <laughs> I could be wrong. It would No, it was pretty tame. I've only lived through one, and it was... Are you calling me old? Because I, I don't really need that. <laughs> no, I'm calling me young. They're not mutually exclusive. Um, but it was, there was this little game that the real fucked up kids would play where if you pulled on like their back legs and front legs or something, their head would pop off. And I was like, you are sick and wrong. I was in seventh grade and I was like, you are going to jail, prison, straight to jail, straight to jail, prison. It's a sign of early serial killers who, uh, (laughs) torture animals. 
Yeah, a cicada is a living thing. Well, and then the birds were having a field day, so Angelo, our childhood dog, killed about seven birds during that fortnight because they were so heavy. <laughs> so it turned out I did not confirm my account to the cicada site, and that's why it won't let me in. But now I did it. I also yelled at Warby Parker today, and they're like, please check your email. We told you that that picture you sent us didn't work. I was like, goddamn son of a whore. Every time horse. I'm feeling righteous it's lately, horse. it's me. Every time yeah. I'm feeling righteous, it's me. I did it. <laughs> well, at least you have the wherewithal to acknowledge it. I'm just like, oh, well, you know, I made a mistake, but I'm human. Um, the rest of you need to be perfect to accommodate, though. Um, speaking of, one of the very exciting things that have happened to me, in well, and to others, but mostly to me, in the past three weeks since we've been off, is Little Mix won the Brit Award for Best Group. The first girl band, you need to stop snoring into the mic, that's so rude. The first girl band to ever win the award in the show's 40 plus year history. And what did they, they win? Best Group. For who? Little Mix. I know, but who, what award show? The Brits. I said oh. all of these words. <laughs> okay, well. Anyway, but they had a very sweet moment where they were, like, talking about the misogyny, racism, sexism that they all had to encounter. And they were like, so, like, thank you for this, but this should have gone to the Spice Girls before us, Sugar Babes before us, Girls Aloud before us. And it was a very lovely moment, so I super enjoyed that. Anyway, thank you. And we're okay with them dressing up as drag kings in their video and being weird. First of all, they have been idols. of They absolutely adore drag culture. They're allies, like like the Broski, Brittany Broski. I'm an ally. <laughs> the Broski. <laughs> the Broski. I mean, there was an article yesterday, I think, that was talking about, or maybe today, how all the people on TikTok who are stars are like mediocre people and how it's like celebrates mediocrity. I immediately thought of her, but <laughs> I just don't get it. I know that I'm old again. It's kind of like Dogecoin. Yeah, I mean, if you have one funny moment, if it's captured and the internet takes it away, you're famous. Well done. And then now you can somehow change it into an NFT and sell it. I don't understand that. And then trade it with other people. So it's just like there was one study that said all of the environmental work that we've done has been completely undone by cryptocurrency and the amount of energy and electricity it takes. Right. Which is just Elon Musk said. He needs to calm down. He invested so much money in crypto and then he sold and then was like, oh, crypto that's the only bullshit. reason they made their margins during the pandemic is because he sold so many bitcoins. It wasn't because of sales. Yeah. When then I know this he, from Twitter, from the tweets. And then he sold them all and then was like, yeah, you can actually track it in SNL when they're talking about how crypto is bullshit. It dips. He buys the dip, buys some more. And then is like crypto is the future again. It hellscape is. people we are hellscape. in hellscape we thought the dumpster fire was over but it's just begun well one of the many things that has helped me survive this hellscape is i've watched so much content i feel like you and that's the proudest moment of my entire life in the past three weeks well hit me with the most comforting you thing you've watched in the last three weeks good girls is phenomenal it initially aired on nbc i believe it was like a mid-season into summer sort of situation. It's got Mae Whitman. It's got Retta. It's got Christine Hendricks. Christina Hendricks? Yeah. It's really lovely. It's pretty much if Breaking Bad was produced by Lifetime. It's schmaltzy. It's got that edge, but it's also very fun and flirty and cute. So it's these three moms who are struggling for various reasons. Their kid's sick. They're at a dead-end minimum-paying job. Or they're just a bored housewife whose husband is cheating on them. Typical story. Who then turn to a life of crime and get embroiled in something that is far bigger than themselves. So it is very much like, you know that they're, you're never going to get the payoff of like, oh, bet. They made it. They don't need to do this. Obviously, they need to keep sinking deeper and deeper and deeper for the plot. So that gets a little frustrating. But beautifully acted. Very fun storylines. Mae Whitman's daughter, now son, had a beautiful transition moment where they came out as non-binary, then transgender, and it was handled as just like, bet, yeah, I'm, I need to deal with this person who's trying to, like, fucking kill me, so this really isn't that big of a deal. Proud of you, though. So, in a very nonchalant way, which was lovely. Um, and then also The Great, which is on Hulu, and it has Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt, the cute, and it lives up to the name, it is adequate. So it's well acted and it's fun and engaging, <laughs> but not at all historically correct. It's very much like Sofia Coppola's Marie Antoinette. 
it had turned into a series in Russia. Anyway, so wow. watch those. They're quite fun. <laughs> Head spinning. So are you, that's awesome. I've thought about Good Girls before, never gotten there. Um, have you been watching The Nevers that's on before? Mayor of Easttown on HBO? No, I just started Mayor of Easttown three days ago, and I just watched all of them. So I think we talked about The Nevers before we went away. We the, the, the Joss Whedon show that I'm feeling guilty about Oh, yeah, yeah, I watched the first episode of that. Yeah, it's gotten real good. And the second, the part one of the finale was took you out of the world and into a new one to the point where like you're like am I watching the same show did I click the wrong button um and then it really gives you this whole picture that I wasn't expecting ever to learn so it's really well acted really well done a little creepy more sci-fi than I thought I would like but I like it a lot I like it a lot and it's on right before mayor so I'm like (laughs) 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 Sunday night at nine I can't wait I can't wait I'm so excited (laughs) give it to me give it to me give it to me there is something, as much as I do enjoy binge-watching television, there's something to be said about that anticipation and when it hits and the opening credits starts and been waiting for so long. That's just, like, amazing. It feels so good. Well, I did get to binge Girls 5 Eva, which is the new show on Paramount Plus with Busy Phillips and Sarah Bareilles and Renee Elise Berry from Hamilton and Paul Pell. familiar. I don't Love. Think that's her name. Yes. Um, and then uh, another woman who isn't really in the show, but she doesn't matter. She does, but it's a Tina Fey production and somebody who was a head writer on Kimmy Schmidt. Um, and it was like totally watchable, not amazing, <laughs> glowing, but got better towards the end. But you know, we've said the first season of 30 Rock we didn't love, and now in the rewatch, we're like, this is the best. And same thing with Parks and Rec, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that this show. If it lasts, because it's like a little six season, six episode season, if they come back and it keeps going, that eventually you'll look back and be like, oh my God, that was hilarious. <laughs> um, and parts of it are really funny, but it was just pretty good. I heard it was amazing on Twitter. So I was very excited to watch it. Now, less so, but still want to watch it. Well, go in with low expectations. Maybe my expectations were too high. Sarah Morales is, revo- she's great. She just wants to hear Hamilton. you be brave. Somebody posted on Twitter, though. Um, did you guys watch So You Think You Can Dance ever? No, but I know the um, very Gravity. poised. <gasps> Guess what? It's about addiction. But uh, <laughs> it is, it, if, you have nothing, if you've never seen it, go on YouTube right this second. So You Think You Can Dance, Sarah Bareilles, uh, Gravity, choreographed by Mia Michaels, pre-her cocaine addiction. Um, it's amazing. It's like super emotional, whereas most of that show is total garbage so highly highly recommend that and then <laughs> hacks started so you can watch Jean smart and mayor of Easttown, and then watch her on hacks <laughs> so she's like an older comedian who works vegas and has worked vegas for 100 years and they feel like she's getting a little stale they're taking away her good nights and then at the same time this woman who's a comedy writer made a mistake on twitter got canceled and now has just bought a house and is freaking out so they send her to Vegas to punch up her jokes and they're just starting to trust each other and they're doing <laughs> two episodes a week. So it was, Jean Smart is amazing. She's yeah. just, she's so good. And on Fresh Air, they asked her like, what was her normal job? She's like, oh, I, I never had one. <laughs> she's like, I was making a living before I finished college. So, um, so remember when I was like, you guys need to watch Samantha Hill? I stand by that. Jean Smart is the mom in it. So fucking good. I know, She's but so your record good. is so bad. My, you're bad. My record's flawless. <laughs> My record's amazing. Don't talk to the B. Ted What's, sucks. Whatever amazing. The amazing. Are. Iconic. Amazing. Never been done. All right? Fantastic. Um, I've also been seeking comfort in podcasts, and thankfully, our Drag Race people have put out 1,000 of them. Too <laughs> many. There's too ones. many. Not, no, no, there's not. Um, okay. <laughs> Hi, Jinx. Jinx Monsoon has an interview show. Ooh, she okay. is great. Wow. She interviewed yeah. Joel Kim Booster and another time Bianca. And I find Bianca kind of grating, like her shtick never stops. But they were awesome together. Really, really good. And then another one called Famous This Week. It's Brooklyn Heights and Priyanka. What's her name? <laughs> um, 
The first time, her name's Priyanka. Thank you. Is it? Okay. Heard. (laughs) You remember Priyanka? That was her tagline. I do. I do. Because Lemon was like, and that last girl, what's her name? (laughs) The first episode of that was really good. The second one, uh, (laughs) not. And then I started listening to Ebony and Irony with um, Monet Exchange and Lady Bunny. And we already talked about Shea Kool-Aid doing America's Next Top Model, which is Mm -hmm. just a crazy, weird show. I don't know what they're doing, but... They had Raja on for two weeks to talk about whatever she felt like about Top Model, but not really <laughs> out of season or anything, because Raja did makeup on there. But. Yeah. yeah. That was the first time I ever saw a drag queen was when they went to Thailand, and Raja dressed up as drag Tyra, and they were like, Tai Tai, Tai Tai, Tai Tai, Thailand, you're going to Thailand! <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I don't remember that. Season six. Well, I think the consensus here is Mir of Easton with the Wooter should absolutely be showcase viewing. 100% get into that. Kate Winslet is a marvel. Marvel. So I did give my mom access to HBO Max. I went over and put it on her TV and everything. She wrote me the next day on her new phone because now she can talk to Siri, who's now a British man for her, and wrote, is there only sadness on HBO? <laughs> <laughs> to which I said, I think there's a whole section called comedy. You might want to check it out. <laughs> but all the shows I had suggested, of course, were. In the sadness category. <laughs> yeah, well, I go, was, meet me where I am, you know? <laughs> I will say it does a good juxtaposition of it never gets like super brutally sad because you have Evan Peters and then Gene Smart who um, they provide a lot of levity and we need to get you one of those soundboards. <laughs> Going to work on it. Okay. I have a tweet of the week possibility that you also is a game that you can play along with. Love it. I would not be great at this, but Nick, I think that your abilities would be good. Are you ready? What's something you can say during sex and at Ikea? A couple of examples. Does anyone have a map? I'm so lost. If this is going to require a lot of complicated instructions, I would rather pay someone to do it for me. (laughs) How can you fit all of that in such a small box? So I feel like you can both in sex and Ikea point and say, Blarfingar, and everyone will love it. You can also say, these balls are drier than I anticipated because the balls are never as good as you want them to be. It's a very important part of the process, but it's not ideal, certainly. Um... (laughs) You can break up. I have up. no idea how to get out of here. I like that one. <laughs> Hurry up. This is making me cranky. <laughs> also works very well. Do you think this will fit? And the space allotted would also be good. Nice. Thank you. That beats any of the tweets that I read, I think. Oh, and then this is my tweet of the week. Sorry, drum roll. <laughs> 10-hour drive to pick up our daughter from college in Chicago while listening to the best podcast ever, only to find out we are headed toward a city full of feral cats. <laughs> Why are people not talking about this? People 1, are. 1,000 feral cats released in the city of Chicago because the rats are so bad. Let's say it works because we've come up with nothing better in 2021. And the cats kill all the rats and they're gone. Cats don't live for like six months. They live for like 10 years. Wolves. Then you bring in wolves. So now they're hungry and they're hungry for the taste of blood. They don't want meat <laughs> mix. They want blood. So we've created the true blood of cats. A thousand of them. Yeah. Well, and they're going to get busy. So there's going to be more. No, they've all been spayed and neutered. Oh, have they? Good for them. It's fine. It's 10 <laughs> years. Cats live for like 10 to 15 years. He's like blood soaked. Their fangs have gotten sharper. Then what? We release the dogs. We release the wolves. Like what? You let Marjorie Taylor Greene start shooting them? Like what oh, do we God. do? So Marjorie Taylor Greene shouldn't be allowed anywhere. But my friend who oh, lives God. in Chicago blah, 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 sent me a Snapchat that was like zooming in on this horde of cats. There was like six or seven of them. And then right when they got to the zenith of the zoom, they looked at her and she was like, it's begun. <laughs> so yeah. Funny. What? This? I'm. I don't care about the cicadas. I'm not worried about a lot of things, but I am worried about these goddamn cats. I mean, it'll be fine. I know a couple. 
I just think we're starting off a terrible chain of events. When you <laughs> unleash something whose job it is is to murder something else and then expect it to just stop murdering. <laughs> a megabus shows up and everyone's been slain and all these cats just <laughs> walk out. <laughs> what do you think's going to happen? I when think the rats are gone. I think they are going to get to like, they're going to go too far on the blue line and then some hippy dippy is going to collect them all. <laughs> Do you know that we have lizards in Cincinnati because some asshole went to Florida or wherever and brought them back here and now they're everywhere. infesting they're everywhere. our city? Yeah. Stop messing with animals. <laughs> Wait till you hear about colonialism. It was not great. I think it's fine. I'm not, I wouldn't be worried. I think we're underestimating how long it's going to take to kill all the rats. Like, I think they're going to have maybe 10 years of work. And why are there so many rats? What are they doing under the city? Why has it gotten so bad down there? Because no one has cats? That's not fucking true. (laughs) I do feel like our brains are just so accustomed to being constantly alarmed that whenever there's a new (laughs) news thing, it's like, boom. It's not true. I can talk about Israel and Palestine completely calmly, but I cannot talk about these goddamn cats. Well, that makes one of us because I cannot. I also defer to you. Because I'm Jewish? Yeah. Or because I'm destined to be a cat lady because both things are true. Both, yeah, (laughs) both. Fine. Why not? Yeah. I mean, I am an Instagram virtual dog lady at this point. I have like literally at the end of teaching today, I'm like, I don't even, I haven't even seen if Gaston had breakfast. What? What? (laughs) Is happening? Is he the Frenchie? who is actually Whoopi Goldberg's dog-in-law. Okay. So her daughter's I'm out. Dog, I'm out. Her, I know. This is how fucked up I am. Her daughter's dog is married to this gay couple's dog. So that is either the dog's her dog-in-law. Yeah, they had a wedding. Really cute pictures. <laughs> is having spinal surgery because she has invertebrate disc disease. And then while on the table, her heart started to give out. So now she's in the ICU seeing a cardiologist. Oh, good oh God. My God. But also, right? that dog is getting better healthcare than 90% of us. <laughs> so. Well, let me not sitting in that chair and talk about nothing for nothing. <laughs> She's getting worse. That show's out of control. They better get back together soon. It's really a lot. Still it's really the, the view. <laughs> I mean, Megan McCain, I really am only watching The View now for Megan and to see what stupid things she says. And then if I miss the show, I go on Twitter, like, what'd you say today? <laughs> Tell me what, because today she was ranting on about how nobody has to, that in private, and she knows, because her sister in law is an aide to Kevin McCarthy. Would you ever say that out loud, number one? Yikes. Number two, she said in private, they are all ashamed of Matt Getz, but they have to wait until he gets arrested or whatever, or, or indicted. And they're like, well, you removed Liz Cheney. You told Al, Al uh, Franken to get the hell out of Congress. Yeah. He's never been indicted. And it wasn't about this, but you're, she's like, you don't understand. Privately, that is happening. It doesn't matter if it's happening privately. It's all this fucking cowardice, secret ballot, voice votes bullshit that is going to cause the end of America. And also, when Cuomo, everyone was writing all these fucking listicles about, I want Cuomo to fuck me over the ass. That doesn't even make <laughs> sense. The preposition is incorrect. But they wrote it. What? And then suddenly <laughs> all the allegations came out. And people were like, well, there needs to be an independent investigation immediately. Wait, I don't even know what you just said. Something about <laughs> listicles and... Everyone at the beginning of the pandemic was like, Cuomo, killing it, doing so well for New York, and we're going to write about how hot he is and how much I want him inside me. And then... But the they weren't talking about Governor Cuomo. They were talking about TV Cuomo, no? No, they were oh, talking about... because he was, like, being firm about the pandemic. Yes, 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 yes. Don't and talk that... to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't treat me like Joy Behar. I don't. <laughs> Speaking of which, here's a clip from today's view. 15 seconds. Enjoy. Oh, dear God. I know. Talk about a Zoom delay fight. <laughs> I am admitting to you that I realize now that I am only watching to hate Megan McCain and that that's a, a good place for me to channel all my hate. Yeah. It's very Until dangerous. I can stop hating all together. <laughs> oh.
Take it to the runway, runway. Take it to the runway, runway. Come on, girl. Put your face in the walk. Head to toe. Let your whole body talk. Well, I like that one better. So how far are you on uh, Drag Race Down Under? Down Under. Down Under. I am fully caught up. Emma. I caught up. Margaret. I watched all of them last night. Damn. Wow. There's only three, There's right? three, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are dork. <laughs> Can we just say that I've changed this to my ringtone? That means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I had a full gay conniption fit after that <laughs> it was the best moment in i don't know i can't remember a moment that good and they knew it was good obviously we've never seen a producer ask them a question and then film it and show it uh-huh. so yeah. they knew that is the deal <laughs> it was gold so that was in the second episode where art simone who was the betting favorite to win the entire season aka morgan mcmichael's the 2021 version Right? Yes. Yes. yes Everyone's yes, yes, yes. reminding me of someone. I know it just means that I'm getting old, but I'm like, oh, hey, Delta Work. Oh, hey, Morgan McMichael. And like, I didn't think Art Simone's Snatch Game was that poor, but oh my God, to have that moment where she is so defeated, Rock'em Sakura just starts sobbing, but not in an endearing way. And the way it's lit with her fucking mm. l- lizard teeth. Oh, yeah. It's nothing. <laughs> but let's talk about this. I understand it's a game show. I get it. They're producing. But what is the point of the runway? If that outfit doesn't save you from being in the bottom two, what the hell does? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That outfit was amazing. There are many other people who could have gone in the bottom, uh, including Dr. Seuss being safe. That was awful. That was terrible. Um, who could have been in the bottom two easily. That outfit should have saved her. Why even wear outfits? Who cares? <laughs> We've had some real stinkers in the bottom right-hand side seat in Snatch Game recently. Dr. Seuss and Utica. When it used to be a power position. Like, Bob was there. Eureka was there. Christian Chenoweth was there. Um, Cher, Chad Michaels was there. Yeah. Yeah, and why did you think that was going to be funny? To make up kids' rhymes the whole time. What Go I for Carol Baskin. What I didn't understand was... First of all, et cetera, et cetera, killed. Just like that dingo killed that baby. And (laughs) so wrong and so funny. And Reese Nicholson just being disgusted as an, you're like, oh God, oh God. And then we said, we're going to go to hell. Yeah, a hundred percent. But as, how can you not as Bindi Irwin be like, yeah, sure thing, man. Those dingoes will grab hold. Like there's so much content there to feed off of. Her hair was gorgeous. Her makeup was amazing. Who cares? Everyone sucked. Well, except for, uh, what's her name? Anita? Yeah. Anita Wiglet. Anita Wiglet. I, I never let it down. Except for my daddy didn't love me. <laughs> <laughs> was the only person who I think did well. No one else was good. Well, first of all, they didn't understand. They had never watched Shit's Creek. So they did not get Catherine O'Hara. I thought. At, I thought was she was great. good. I thought she was great as that. Yeah. You're like, first of all, you didn't look anything like Catherine Harris. Second of all, you didn't sound like her. I'm like, what are you talking about? Um, excuse me? He's Moira Rosing. He's just not allowed to say Moira Rose. Yeah. They're like, why can't you be better about this? So that was terrible. They're like, Electra didn't understand the assignment at all. Well, she did. Then Lizzo, really that was like just Electra. A, oh, Lizzo was terrible. terrible. Yeah. That was terrible. Dr. Seuss was terrible. Bindi wasn't ideal, but it wasn't that bad. I didn't understand. Yeah, I didn't really understand some of the Australian references. I'm surprised no one did uh, Jamae. Potted schoolgirl from Summer Heights High. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would have been good. Once again, no idea what you're talking about. So all of my knowledge of Australian culture is from Summer Heights High. It's this amazing program, um, like mid-2000s. In Australia by Chris Lilly. He plays all the characters. One of them is Jamee, the super <laughs> hyper major bitch. Um, who was just absolutely hilarious. And she later had a spin-off called Jamee Private School Girl. And so I know that, and then the Australian Open. So when et cetera, et cetera said Federer, I was like, Uh, generally speaking, I would also like to say that the mini challenges I'm no longer going to watch. Everybody <laughs> running in slow motion with their boobs and RuPaul being like, yeah, babe, shake them titties, bitch. I'm like, what? what's happening? Why? Yeah, and poor 
Taiki Waititi, who was just watching this weird acting challenge in the first episode. So we've had the weird acting challenge. We had Baywatch. What was episode two? I don't think for they the, had one because I think no, not for went, Snatch Game. Yeah, they just went. Through oh well, Snatch Game. let's also talk about this. And the first three episodes, we've had like the introduction shit, obviously, and then we've had girl group and we've had Snatch, Snatch Game already. Insane. Yeah. And the next is the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but the it's crazy. Uh, unconventional challenge. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, also, pre-tape messages from people I don't care about. Really not entertaining. I've loved all of them. Seriously. I love Kylie Minogue. I tolerate Danny. Danny was at least interacting and actually there. Yeah, so it was... I think Taiki was too. Taika. what I say? I don't know. I feel like he was just kind of inserted Taika, afterward. Taika, wait, what is it? Taika Watiti? Mm-hmm. Taika Watiti. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Troy Savon and Leland. <laughs> First of all, stop trying to make Leland happen. No one cares. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no one. Unless cares he's going to go batshit like Lucian Piani, what is the point? Yeah, Lucian Piani at least made good music before going off the absolute deep end. And then M and E K is a legitimately great artist. Leland, who? Whom? I guess he writes all those what? songs with Troy Savon, right? Does Leland write those songs with Troy Savon? In which no, case, he I helps. love Leland. Well done, Leland. <laughs> yeah, he helps Troy write the butt-ramming song or whatever they were talking about. First of all, it's called Bloom. He <laughs> blooms just for you. <laughs> yes, I think he is a co-writer with him. Okay, well. And I searched the internet high and low, light and dark, to find out who was doing the backing track on Queens Down Under, because whoever that is has a great voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Queens down under. <laughs> I love how they're like, please buy it. It's on all streaming services. It's on Apple. It's on Spotify. I know. Is RuPaul like owe money Four? to the mob or something? I don't know. That that well ran dry. <laughs> There's less money in fracking now. Well, I definitely thought Art Simone was going to be in the top three. I do not believe so anymore. Since she is gone. <laughs> <laughs> so... Who are we rooting for? What are we thinking? Well, I think Scarlett Adams is definitely going to be in the top three. At least, but I know, I know. I hate it too. But I think she's definitely going to be in the top. I think Anita Wiglet is going to join her there. The third one, I, I don't know. I really do not know. Well, you have to say something because I'm writing it down. Okay, so Anita Wiglet, Scarlett Adams, and then I think Electra could shock us all. <laughs> I <it>? don't. <laughs> I did feel sorry for her this week when she was like, I lost my studio. I lost my home. Yeah. That was one of the sob stories that didn't feel manufactured. And then they really, really tricked us. They're like, thank you for teaching us your choreography. It was so amazing. You have to keep your gift going. And the judges are like, that's just self-serving nonsense. I know. Well, really? Did you see Bimini on a chair? Because you can fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> I also felt like this week was rigor mortis. I don't think Electra should have been in the bottom. Absolutely no. not. Should have elected been on the bottom. No, it should have been Maxi Shield. Absolutely in the bottom. And then, twist of fate. I thought that um, Coco Jumbo embodied the song better than Electra did. Yeah. I mean, I thought Electra's bogan outfit was perfect. It totally fit the thing. I don't know what they were like. You look like shit, but all these other people look amazing. You're like, what are you talking about? She looks great. I thought. Yeah. And then you know, for the song, I thought. Coco really did the song, and Electra just did what she does. Yeah, she went for more sticky comedy, though, which Rue loves. Like, you already showed us you can turn it. That lip sync, though, against, um, what was it? JoJo Zaho was uh-huh. amazing. That was so fucking good. She killed it. And then when JoJo Zaho put in front of her, and then Electra went in front of her again, then JoJo went back, and she was just like, all right. <laughs> yes, I felt really bad that JoJo went home first. Yeah, well, having someone who is an Aboriginal descendant in Down Under go home immediately felt so rude. Mm-hmm. Well, and she's the, like, my sad story is I was in a concentration camp. You're like, bye. Like, I know. Coco Jumbo, the only other person of color, is now gone too. It's just like, what the hell, people? Coco suffers from some serious delusional this. And when she's like, I sent Atsimone home, you're like, this is totally no, produced, sweetheart. It was. No offense. Yeah. No offense. Well, what do you I'm think a, about I'm that? Think assassin. There have been so many people who are saying that um, they are going for the jugular, sending home these high hitters early. 
now. We saw it in UK. We saw it here now. We saw yeah, it but in Joe Black turned out not to be a heavy hitter. When he well, came back, true. he was just true. as terrible. You're like, bye. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Everybody knows you, but you are a mess. Mm-hmm. And I know that he ended up having to sell all his drag, and that's why it wasn't as good. But Art Simone seems pretty talented. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Quite. in the preview for next week, who do you think pops out of the clothes pile? Because I thought it might be Art Simone. I did too. I don't think so though. <laughs> I paused a lot. Some in the penis to see if I could see mm-hmm. Art Simone like digging through materials. Because like maybe. <laughs> now, if you've listened to interviews with Art Simone, she is purely crushed. She feels absolutely defeated. Mm. It's really rough. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> she's the strongest one here. I mean, she was. And that's what's tough is like, especially all these girls from these different locations like Canada, like Holland, like UK have been watching the American drag race go insane. And they've been, you know, regional people in a country that isn't America or that they can easily go to America. And they're like, this is my one fucking chance. I've been doing this for 80 years. And then, no, no, no. And just think how much money. She's yeah. putting all the looks to come because obviously she's got it. It has seemed to turn into who's got the money, though, which is tough. Your drag's basic. It's like she has nothing. Like she's doing great. Fuck off. But we'll see next week with the design challenge. Yeah, that'll be that'll be helpful because, yeah, everyone was super judging Electroshock when she initially came in. Wait. Well, when both of her bosses showed up, that is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm not at look. <laughs> I definitely think this is going to cause us to do a rewatch of Muriel's wedding, though. Ooh. And yeah. maybe, right. have you guys seen Strictly Ballroom, the first Baszler movie? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. New steps, new steps. <laughs> I'm way in. I don't know about you guys. I'm loving 100%. these A hundred percent, yeah. I love them. I'm super excited. This feels way fresh and exciting and new. No, I love these, like, low-rent offshoots, and I mean that in the best possible way. Oh, my God, their prize is $30,000. I know. That's so rude. I know. At least they're getting tipped every episode, or someone is, but still. You're like, okay, I get it in the UK. They can't do it because BBC One takes BBC takes money from the government. But why are you saying that Australia is one-third as good as the American version? Rude. Very rude. Rude. Maybe they subtracted all of RuPaul Michelle's airfare. Expenses, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the first week when RuPaul wasn't in drag at the panel because Raven was stuck in quarantine. Insane. <laughs> So embarrassing. And how much do you love Reese Nicholson? And so thank you for much. telling me how to finally pronounce R-H-Y-S. Because <laughs> it's been Jonathan Ray's Myers in my heart, but it's not. It's Jonathan Reese Myers. Yeah. He's really funny, though. I think he's he is a hoot. He's hilarious. Yeah. I'm very impressed. <laughs> he's like as fast as Rue and Michelle. It's really funny. Yeah. And funny. And so into it. You're just like, oh, this is like having Graham Norton around, but no one's made nervous by him, I don't think. No. Well, he's in. <laughs> how could you be <laughs> Well, I know he's up and coming. He's still hungry. He wants the profile and the experience. And so he's, he's in, he's hundred percent in. Plus those gold nails. What is he? So he does stand up. Do we yeah. know him from anything else? No, I don't. No. He hosted a game show down there. Okay. Yeah. But he's no, great. I don't know him from anything. He's got great presence. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm, you would think that after season 13, this is the season that never ends. I know. Um, we wouldn't be ready, but I'm so ready. I'm excited for Spain to start. I'm having fun, making friends across the world. <laughs> Feels like traveling. It does. <laughs> Without having to get on an airplane. Woo-woo. No, I'm so fully in for this. The fact that it moves at such a great clip, I've always been a fan of. I do appreciate that it's less like, there is some degree of that, but it's less like how much money you have, but it's more talent-based because... It is so small, so low budget. I know, but all the queens go down there. Like, yeah, the work, the world tour always goes to Australia. It's obviously huge down there in one way because, mm-hmm. you know, they always say that Brazil and Australia are the two best places to go on tour. That the fans are crazy and rabid and they know everything about you. So it's because no one goes down under. It's so hard. It's so hard to go down there. I'm not being, this is not a euphemism. Like, it's a 40-hour flight. <laughs> the lies. Emma, who are you predicting top three? Um, Karen from Finance. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Anita Wiglet and... 
I guess I could see Scarlett doing it. I'm going to say top three. Karen from Finance. I don't I don't love Anita Wiglet, but I'm going to go Kita. No, Kita's going to fall apart. No, um, she won't. <laughs> yeah, Kita's barely held together. <laughs> I, I mean, I really was Art Simona all the way. Yeah. Same. Well, I'm still not convinced she's not coming back. Well, I guess well I'm following Emma. I'm saying Karen from Finance, Anita Wiglet, and Scarlett. Isn't that what I said? No, no. you said Anita, Scarlett, and Electra. Oh, I did. Yikes. <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> oh, would you have rather been in Three and a Half Men with Karen, Maxine, Electra, and Kita, or Outback Fake Hose with Scarlett, Coco, Anita, and et cetera? So, first of all, that's the worst name in history. Which one? The second one. Outback Fake Hose. Fake Hose. Yeah. Fake Hose. Yeah. But also, yeah. <laughs> Here are my notes from today. Reese is funny, and I like him. <laughs> Bogan is Australian and New Zealand slang for a person whose speech, clothing, attitude, and behavior are considered unrefined or unsophisticated. Depending on the context, the term can be pejorative or self-deprecating. That's helpful. I mean, we kind of figured that out from the outfits, except for Ketamine, who reminded yeah. me of Sasha Bell, and they're like, it's a nude illusion. Why can I see a rush? Like, I guess I didn't understand the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready to play our game? Or should we rate yes. the season so far? Where are we? What are we doing? Let's go for it. Season so far, we'll rate, and then game. Okay. He's so demanding. <laughs> Let's go to the chat. We're rating this season so far. Drag Race Down Under. Somehow I've forgotten how to use the chat. Where is it? There it is. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> okay. I am ready whenever you are. Ready. Same. Sen. Ooh. <laughs> Emma and Nick shooting the moon at 95. Shooting the moon. Julie with the perfect score, 91. <laughs> <laughs> We're all really close. You guys, that was super close. That was really good. It was not that close. <laughs> 95 is really high. You guys are way in. Yeah. It's yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I kind of do love the shock of like, get Art Simone out of here. That line was exceptional work. That it's going to live forever. <laughs> <laughs> you need to see his face, though, I think. When he's yeah. Oh, the yeah. face is... Oh, it's so serious. He's like, I'm never going to live this down. And then the one that lives in my head, Ben Free. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good sigh. <laughs> All right, we're going to play a game. I'm going to read their entrance lines. You two are going to guess. Emma just watched this, though. But you watched it two days ago. Yeah. I, I like watched it three weeks ago. I don't believe you. When it first, yeah, I did. No, nobody believes you. I feel like you've internalized who they are as characters better than I have. So, we'll find out. (laughs) Are you ready? So, you're going to say your name or are you going to make a noise or what are you going to do? Sure. That's a multiple (laughs) choice question (laughs) that is not answered with a yes or no. Okay, I'm going to release the beast. We'll be mine. I'm still just going to, ah. <laughs> All right, here comes the first one. How delightfully camp. Uh, uh, Emma. Ketamine. Yeah. Nice. Nicely done. This is a two-parter. I can't see the mark anywhere. <laughs> Looks like we're going to need a bigger locker for this hat. Ah. Uh, Karen Emma. Finance. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should try an Australian accent. Maybe that's why. Yeah, that would help. That would help for me. Yeah. Well, I'm not here to fuck spiders. Ah! (laughs) That's Emma's ringing. I don't care. Art Simone. (laughs) It was the accent, wasn't it? What the bloody hell is going on around here? That was a mess. Sorry. (laughs) I liked it. That was someone's entrance line. (laughs) That was someone's entrance line? Well, who's fucking left? A lot of them. <laughs> Most of them, yeah. We'll come back to it. Okay. All right. Who's ready to paint the town scarlet? 
<laughs> Bing! <laughs> Bang Nick. bong! Um, Scarlet Adams. <laughs> you can't kill a cockroach. Bing, bang, bong. Yes. <laughs> uh, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> it's time to wiggle it. Ah. Bing, bang, bong. Emma. I need a wiggle it. <laughs> the pillows lady's mama's a hoe and she's going in dry. Bing, bang, bong. Maxie. Yeah. No, mama's a hoe. Bing, bang, bong. <laughs> Jojo, Jojo. <laughs> Here comes my personal favorite. I was a model before the accident. Uh, electric shock. Correct. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, there's only one left. Okay. What the bloody hell is Bing, bang, bang. It's yeah. Maxi. Yeah. Maxi Shield. Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody keep score? Because I have no idea. No, I no. think we've tied. <laughs> oh, I forgot one. I'm sorry. Oh, my good gay girly God, you guys. This is what all the fuss was about. Ah. Sorry, Sydney. Ah. Coco Jumbo. Yes, Emma. Coco Damn Jumbo. It. I didn't realize, oh, my good gay girly God was, like, her tagline. <laughs> Me either. Until I was looking them up today, I was like, oh, well, that's why she wanted to sing that during Good for You, Good Branding. Uh -huh. Sorry you're going home. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I think my favorite is I was a model before the accident. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I don't understand. What was Art Simone's again? Well, I'm not here to fuck spiders. What does it mean? I don't know. It's an, it's an Australian colloquialism. It means I'm not here to fuck around. Are you making that up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Why is that the one I do the best Australian accent for? I don't know. That's just a personal well, opinion about me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so we're definitely in this week for episode four. We're also going to encourage everybody to watch Shrill, season three, which I binged the moment it came out. Yeah. Um, if you haven't watched Shrill already, it's A.D. Bryant from SNL and a cast of amazing people, one of whom's name is Lolly, which I wish was my name, <laughs> and Ian Owen, who I will tell you about like our deep love of each other. Um, when we talk about Shrill. But there's three episodes, three seasons of it on Hulu. The episodes are like 22 minutes. Um, it's messy and sad and disappointing and perfect, and I love it. So, I'm so sad it's the final season, but I watched season three in a sitting, and I think I'll watch all three seasons again before next week because I just... It's just... It's so good. It's so sad. It's so fucked up. It's so embarrassing and cringy and... Okay. I love it. These are my people. Anyway, is there anything else? Emma, you had a podcast suggestion for me. Do you want to pass that along? Oh, yeah. It's called Chameleon, uh, the con queen of Hollywood. It's a great 10-part series investigating this, like, this scam that was done on a bunch of people in Hollywood in the last like five to seven years. It, you know, targeted people like fitness and makeup artists and people really waiting for their big break. And the, the con artist pretended to be the person giving them their big break. It's really cool. Is this the Sherry Pie story? I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was gonna say. This is who Sherry Pie wanted to be, but was not nearly uh, adhere talented. Like this person, definitely studied linguistic like languages, is able to put on accents like in a kind of genius level way. And it has like a real conclusion, right? It has a real conclusion. Closure. People get into it. <laughs> Amazing. So, watch Shrill. Drag Race, listen to the podcasts. Mayor Come and visit us. Mayor, duh. If you're not watching Bobby. Mayor of Easton and you have the ability <laughs> to, I don't know what is wrong. Right <laughs> well, I'm super glad to see you both. I'm super glad we got to put out hopefully something silly and lighthearted that will make and some good ripples around the planet. I'll put out. Will you? <laughs> By next I don't know. week? Except <laughs> you got everybody excited that you're going to go out and bang one out, punch that apron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only you gave us nothing Julie <laughs> sexy punching <laughs> <laughs> no this has been an absolute delight I have missed you both very much yeah. I'm super excited to be reviled and maligned by you on a <laughs> weekly basis get out the violins it's pity party <laughs> poor Nick it's my birthday and here are all my presents <laughs> 
If you've missed us, all our episodes are logged. They're at takespod.com. They're at all your places that you can watch it. If you want to start watching 30 Rock and listen to us, I basically reenact the entire episode every week <laughs> with a couple cute quips. We do a podcast called Blurg because we love it so much. Um, and check us out on Instagram and, you know, do all the things you're supposed to do. Subscribe. Give us five stars. Tell everybody you know about it. Because this is it, people. This is what we want to do. We're having a blast. <laughs> this is it. So watch some content. Talk to some TV friends or some real friends. Thank you so much for listening to this one, and we'll see you next week. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, y'all. <laughs> takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.